Hello and welcome to the PC Movie Club. I'm Aaron and I'm here with my mother Lisa. Hello. And in this episode we are going to talk about two uh, crime thriller movies from uh, very two distinctive countries. Um, uh, we are going to uh, again go to South Korea and talk about the 2003, was it 2003? Yes. 2003 crime uh, thriller movie called Memories of Murder and then we are and next to that we are going to talk a Spanish movie from 2014 called uh, La Isla Minima which in English is uh, translated to Marsland and like these are like now it's like another movies from Spain another movies from uh, South Korea and uh, two diff totally different movies so do you mind like first of all like a question to to you Lisa is that why are we now talking about two movies what what why why did we choose two these two movies to talk about ah I think that they are very similar. Yeah. They just uh, happen in uh, different countries which have different backgrounds and different nationalities, cultures and so on. But the stories about this, about the serial killers, uh, serial killer, but most of all it's about those detectives. And in both cases, it's uh, it's uh, two detectives who start to who want to find out who is the serial killer, but mm. but uh, this marshland is uh, is uh, done after these memories of murder. I mean, it's done. Uh, it's taken the story from there. What do you mean, taken the story from there? It's very clear that he, it's uh, this director has taken the story from uh, this memories of murder, but uh. very successfully, I think he has changed it to Spain. Very successfully, it's you can borrow from another artist mm. in art always, and it's allowed. And uh, if you do it well, it's bringing things forward. So, in, in you know, so you do, do you do you mean that the director is uh, inspired by like the director? So the Spanish director, who was his name, Alberto Rodriguez I, yeah. Librero, he he saw uh, uh, the memories of murder from Bong Joon Ho, and he got inspired by the the aesthetics and the story and the concept and everything, and then he made it. Or is it like a direct adaptation that they really took? And it's like a remake that they literally took the no, story. No, I think the first, what you said first, but I don't know if he saw the film and then got the idea. For, I don't know how he got the idea. He, he surely has seen it, but uh, I don't know how he got the idea. But he was inspired. Mm. And changed it, because it's a little bit different story. It's... Um, because I think it's because he has successfully changed it to a Spanish story and taken the Spanish history into it and uh, into consideration and this culture and everything and the yeah. Spanish um, character of mind, the, the what temperament and things and uh, it's very Spanish. 
it's it's I think that the both of these films they are not so much about this um, who did the act who did the killing it's about the policemen it's about the detectives it's about the police work mm. and uh, this these individual detectives in both cases the, their characters their desires their lives in in that culture where they are mm-hmm. and they are they want to solve the crime they are very very uh, eager to solve the crime in <laughs> any any cost mm-hmm. and each have their own reasons for doing that yeah. But they're very similar in that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think the the first very distinctive, like, because um, it's very strange for me because uh, when I saw the movies, I think they were very different for me. Like, um, they, they, I think the main, main similarity that I could see, like, that they are, like, quite similar is that they're both... The, uh, in both films, the 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 main visuals uh, landscape is a field. They talk, they both take place in a field, uh, and and also in a remote town or village. The one in in uh, and in a in a the other one is the marshland, which is just kind of this uh, empty natural uh, uh, field landscape. And or not field, but like marshland Mars, landscape. Um, in in very south of Spain. Yeah, and they and they find the the bodies that are found are also like um, on in the fields, kind mm. of, and um, and they are all both uh, murders uh, that are the focus and the target is on um, on uh, young uh, women. Or young adults, like girls or teenagers or young women. Um, maybe, maybe like to kind of uh, clarify the the movies for the listeners in that the Memories of Murder, uh, which takes place in the South Korea, it's based on a true true story that happened in 1986 in um, on a which is uh, considered as to be the South Korean's first serial killer, in which which means that it was the first series of crimes where there was a, a, a clear pattern of um, of uh, of a certain like work pattern of the killer that they started to notice that these these murders that are taking place and the bodies that they found that they are similar and that they are connected, so they kind of. Uh, concluded that it's it's a uh, work by one man or woman or whoever whoever it was and it was a true story and um i think we for the listeners who don't want to know anything about the story i think we are very important that we don't say anything about the ending of the movies about what the conclusion of the stories so we don't give spoilers to them so we we don't say about like about the Killers themselves, or what what actually happens to it uh, about the stories. Of course, the 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 true two crime story of the murders in South Korea. You can just look it up on the internet. What actually happened, of course, so easily. But the Spanish movie La Isla Minima is a fictional story that 
is not a true story. It's not based on any no, true yeah. story that I I didn't found any kind of reference to true story. So it's a fictional um, thing. And uh, what it seems is that um, the in Memories of Murder, the it takes place in 1986, where the they found everything kind of the catalyst of the whole story and the whole thing is that they just find the body uh, one day in the field and a group of uh, in a remote town and then the detectives or the police group uh, of basically two detectives at first, they start solving, like start uh, investigating it in their own own way and then later on earlier on in the beginning uh, a uh, another detective from Seoul, 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 uh, yeah, the capital, from the capital of South Korea, comes to investigate from the big city, so to speak, and they then kind of together have to start solving it, and they don't always go together; they are kind of polar opposites of each other. They are the the detectives, the the big city detective and the town detective, uh, who is played by the thirst guy. Who was vampire yes, in the yeah, first? My, my vampire. Yeah, it's your vampire, <laughs> and they um, they start uh, investigating it together. And the very uh, very particular style of that South Korean film is that it's uh, it's kind of partly comedy. You know, it's a very funny movie, isn't it? It's like. Um, the, the, especially the the actor of the thirst, the vampire guy. He's he's very goofy. He's very uh, clumsy, and he's he's all the time kind of failing, and he's 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 very um, how do you speak? How how do you say it? Like um, arrogant in a way, but also kind of like nonchalant, like I don't care, yeah. and I don't. And he's really not. He's the worst detective in the world. Like. He actually, yeah. like, in the beginning, he actually beats the soul detective guy because he thinks that he's uh, the murderer or rapist because he's yeah. trying to help a woman. And then he, uh, and then he's like, oh, I didn't tell you that you're a detective. Mm. So it's it's very funny. There's a lot of, and it, because it's a very interesting move in that sense because it's a very cruel story. It's a very brutal, s- true crime uh, serial killer story with and taking uh, depicting events that are very horrible reality, um, but uh, there is a lot of light and humor in these characters, and it's kind of a um, uh, little bit absurd, you know, how about how they are investigating it. And well, I see it as their character. As I said, that the, the, it's not about so much as who who, da, who did the murders, but about this policeman, yeah. the way they are, and you really get involved in that, that who they are, how they are, and you, I, you say it's like comedy, it's like funny. I, yeah, it's in a way, but I could. There is comedic elements. Yeah, the elements, sure, and I got interested in this. And in in both movies, I get very interested in these detectives and the way they they are mm. really involved. The audience, by force, gets involved. To in fact, audience is like one of the group 
of the detectives. You are in it. Yeah, you are yeah. in it all the time and mm. you want to say that no, no, don't hit him and don't do that <laughs> and you bought you crazy person, you, you yeah. go on, on, you don't hit the suspects. How do you get anything out of that in such mm. way and so on? And anytime they get angry, they hit the suspects. Well, what is that? So, yeah, I'm like one of the, the detectives all the time in very involved in the realistic events. Yeah. In both movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see them similar. They, they are both very much like follow. It's but, it's kind. Of, but, well, you can do this kind of serial killer movie or true crime true movie. You can do it either from the killing perspective or the detective perspective, and it's or not. A, it's not an it. uncommon thing to to make a movie about detectives solving a case, like, like all mystery crime stories basically are you following the process of or you can do it in a bond way that you have a real uh, somebody is behind all of it and is living somewhere and you meet him and so on in some kind of uh, action film like hero Mm -hmm. action hero you can do it that way too and they are serial killers too yeah yeah yeah, a lot yeah, of violence and a lot of killing, yeah, in that sense, there, yeah. There are all kinds of ways to do this. Yeah, movies. but it's not really... But this is realistic. Yeah, but that's not... It's James Bond goes into, like, yeah, but this is like true crime or, mm. like, Agatha Christie or Sherlock Holmes or or Philip Marlowe or... Which one? Well, these Memories of Murder and uh, La Isla Minima, it goes into... It's a crime mystery, it's a crime yeah, story but I don't see it as a kind of entertainment I'm, I get very involved in this, I, I'm one of them really I'm but it, but it is extreme. but that's, that's what it, I think it is, it's re- extremely entertaining I, al- I always love to, to like, well true crime stories in itself are very interesting and like I used to read a lot of true crime um stories about real um, uh, crime mysteries and like Jack the Ripper was an extremely fascinating uh, subject to dwell in and also all the like uh, other serial killer stories they were my big passion when I was uh, younger and and these memories of murder is, is kind of part of it it's a true it's a because it's it's based on the true events that were taking place, and um, yeah, but yeah. and and that's what I I think like um, to me what memories of murder is more closely to is uh, is indeed more like Jack the Ripper and the American serial killer the Zodiac murders, which David Fincher made a movie about. Uh-huh. Which is really good, and I feel like that's more closer comparison to Memories of Murder because it's more about um, it is they are all like uh, about stories about people trying to solve the mystery because we well we don't know who is the killer you know so we have to solve the mystery but the in, in that which 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 makes me uh, link it more to Zodiac, like especially David Fincer's Zodiac movie, 
Memories of Murder, it's it's where the the investigation takes years. It's it's it takes a long time for them to keep processing it. There was like um, I read on the that it was like two million days uh, work days were used for for mm -hmm. the investigation of in in Memories of Murder and the real case. It was it was a huge. Uh, investigation that took years and the it's it's a lot a lot about the psychology of the investigators and how they are kind of getting more and more desperate because mm. it, it takes so long and zodiac especially is about that it's about an kind of impossible case to solve and about how you get so obsessed by every little detail and every little a clue that you get and you get hooked on them and you you, do, you get, don't want to get out of it and Memories of Murder really really uh, wonderfully depicts this psychological yes, process. Yes, all this frustration and it comes out when they start to bully and hit the suspects and it's stupid really mm. to do that but I can understand But they the do it from the beginning <laughs> they do it like it's, it's the normal thing they do it like yeah. like they, they this is their usual way of doing things is they wasn't, just start wasn't there this third one there were three detectives in memory of murder, you know? One came yeah. from uh, Seoul and w the capital and two were there. And yeah. then the, the second one was the hitter, very hitter. Yeah, he was all the time. He was really... No, he was kicking he, people. He, yeah, he was kicking a lot. And yeah. then in, in one time, one of the suspects got enough and they hit him. No, it was it, in another... It wasn't in... in When they were... It was in a, in a bar fight. Yeah, yeah, later. When he yeah, but it fast. wasn't a suspect, you know, like, but... It was one of those people who were suffering from him before. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was the kid, yeah, but he, yeah, he no, didn't, he didn't, uh, it he was... He was kind of retarded or something, I don't remember how he was. Yeah, he was very slow was. in his mind, but... Yeah, so he hit him, it was a horrible, I don't, never forget that. That that already that, that, that leg thing, like that one one of the detectives is all the time kicking the suspects and that there is a kind of a little arc. There is a little side story involving that one leg. Yeah. Which is really weird and funny in detail. But that's what oh, I said oh, that I it's think... kind of funny and kind of comedic oh, that, in that, that sense. That's we have think uh, quite differently because I was really upset about. It. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of played like a drama and stuff. But yeah. I cannot, I cannot see the film without kind of enjoying the characters and their, their um, laughability. Like. Yeah, but I, I see it kind of, uh, you know, um, they suffer. They suffer from it not being able yeah. to solve these things. So and takes them time and takes them time, and I see it as a. As a, a, a reflection from the government ruling, like uh, like like let's say let's say this marshland, yeah, it's La Isla Minima. It's it's in English. It's called this La Isla Minima is the minimal island. It means mm. yeah yeah. So it's a minimal island. What so I thought, yeah yeah. So they had Franco dictator. This Spain has had the fascist dictator for 
very long time. Yeah, Francois Frank Frankel, yeah. Yeah, so he died in 70s, I think 1975, something. And this happens in five years after Franco died. But it still has the echoes from that time. You can, that's what's fascinating in this marshland, that the whole thing is, uh, is in, in atmosphere of uh, how the country slowly comes out. Yeah. Of, it's still affected. Yeah. You remember exactly. that, that uh, one scene where, you know, the, first I have to say that there are two detectives there. Yeah. Very different. There's a young and older, and the young has not experienced the uh, Franco rule, so but he's he's um, grown up after life. Mm. But and he and he's a young just he should be a happy man with a baby coming and just married and everything and happy future. So, but he's troubled kind mm. there. So then this older and that's Pedro, and then the and he's a son son Pen lookalike. Mm. This and yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I can't get rid of it. The younger one. Younger one. And oh. then, then is this <laughs> uh, uh, Juan, who is the older one who has been a fascist himself like in the time. He, well, he has been in the fascist police force because he's, uh, he, mm. it was then fascist when he was a police. Mm. And... He has these techniques and things, and uh, it's very useful sometimes. Mm. Without it, it couldn't be. Uh, even saves lives. Yeah. yeah. So, so there are these two, two detectives there. They they and said that they, they, like the one of like it was supposed to be like how if I like I understood that they were also supposed to be like opposites, like in the memories they of are. murder yeah. that they are like kind of. Uh, they have a certain conflict between their working methods and stuff like that, but I didn't really notice it in the movie. I noticed it very much. Uh, this, this, for me, it was uh, a little bit hard to get uh -huh. that. Like because I felt they were both just them. Like I didn't really get that they were fighting. They were just the the style of the movie is so they different. They were not than, fighting with each other. They were different personalities. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds. But anyway, so this maybe that's the reason why this, I didn't get the conflict. So anyway. you remember that that one part where Juan, this older one, who has mm -hmm. the fascist methods of his actions, so he has been experiencing all the power of the fascists. And yeah. So when he meets this uh, very big landowner who owns all around, all the land around. Mm. And who is a suspect also, and they have seen him going in, in you know, into that house and everything. So he's a suspect. So he sees him, and he was told, Juan was told beforehand that the man who touched the girl, the girl told him, that was having soft hands and a scent of perfume. That, oh yeah. So he met him, He Juan met not, not soft hands, that was in Memories of Murder. Soft skin. No, the perfume was good, but the soft hands were in Memories of Murder. I think there was also here. because really? Because this scene, when Juan went to after this man and said, hey, can I talk to you? And the, there is no question that he can... He can 
it's a memorable moment, really. He cannot tell this man that, look, I'm taking you to to um, inquiries, what do you call it, to... Uh, inquiries what what do you to mean to the police headquarters yeah, the, the, okay, to, yeah, to the station states, to the station <laughs> and ask you questions he can't do that like he can do to ever to him like he does to everyone else yeah he even he even stops he has too much power this man yeah. he knows everybody he owns all the land he has a lot of connections and he he can even it's clear that if he's taken in and he has to to defend himself, he can point Juan as a guilty of mm. actions, probably, mm. from his fascist time. So Juan doesn't even approach him and says that uh, something asks him about. He's kind of awed by that man. Of the enormous awed, awed. <laughs> what do you mean? I can't say what I, what other word I can use. Aved. What it, does that mean? It means he's so much. You just said it. He keeps him in so much uh, honor and power, uh-huh. and it's it's crushing him. So he can't near him. He's aved. Uh-huh. We are aved by God or, or Jesus or something. Okay. No, we are aved. Okay. So, so, <laughs> so this man knows it. You can see it from him. He's he watches him that way, and he turns, and he's okay. He has the hat, you know, the hat of mm. the suspect, and everything. Yeah. Then he comes and gives his hand to Juan, mm. and Juan takes his hand, and then afterwards smells his hand with the mm. perfume and soft skin. He feels the hand is soft skin. Mm. That's why I think it was there too. I so think it was okay, but. <laughs> And that's a skin of a man who has never worked. Yeah. And the parvin, but he's he's not necessarily the the guilty. He's not necessarily the killer, but he's ne- he's uh, probably it's obviously he is the one who who's uh, using the girls mm. as sex. So anyway, yeah. so Juan goes backwards and don't even try to. It's there no chance. So that shows us the Franco time and the, the echoes from the fascism and so on. Yeah, that it's is, a very yeah. fine moment. Really, yeah, I, I, I think I think that the, really the um, what both movies are very similar to is the the time period and how that they are really kind of uh, encapsulating a certain time period and a moment in time in, in both of these countries that are that can be very interesting, like Memories of Murder, of course, being just a true story, so it, ha- it has to happen in 1896, which, well, is is fascinating time of its own, it's like, but, and, and uh, like, Lisa Minima happens in 1980, like you said, and it was indeed, like, after the Franco, and... Five years after Franco yeah, died, and it but was still like, all the corruption is going Yeah, on. but it's like, yeah, it's like this, this, this transition period, whether it's all the corruption and probably still it never maybe never left, who knows? But they say that it's kind of it, that the the uh, wasn't it that it was kind of the end of the transition that it started to become like uh, the democratical 
institution in in so Spain hard. around that like eight, 81 or was it and it I, I don't mean that it's it's over but I mean that Spain at that moment is like on the brink of becoming something else yes, it's the end of Franco and it's the, mm-hmm. the Juan Carlos the, the new king of Spain who started to make a lot of changes in Spain and they started to open up a lot of rights. Uh, for example, it was the time period when women started to have a lot more rights to them. And I think it's just fascinating that because it's a fictional movie that they decided to put it on exactly on this transition period when the new Spain started to come uh, after the dictatorship, when the transition was really in effect and the the, the new democratic country started to come kind of come up that that they that they chose this period of time when these new values and new rights started to come to depict a murder case about misogynism mm. and the abuse of women because that's the main theme yeah main focus exactly of it. i think that's exactly the case and yeah. there we have a very clear picture of of pedro who is representing this bright new world. A yeah. young man, and there's his character is so different from mm. Juan, who is suffering from his ailments. Even bodily he's suffering from these horrible ailments of the mental and bodily uh, deeds of past. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's done very, very uh, fine and... Uh, and and the inter- yeah, and I think intellect. this. I think this uh, in this sense, like how it depicts the 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 time period of of kind of reflecting the transition moment of past and present, and kind of looking back at the past in a way, like how what the the, the crimes of the past, the misogynism of of, mm. of that dictatorship era, and the kind of how how it's trying to get to the other place uh, yeah. the new new modern world because it's 80s and you, you there is kind of you know moments of that 80s this 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 time period you know like the the haircut and the style of people and there is like uh, one of the main key elements of it because women couldn't go to work but at this time like when it was in transition that women could start to get a job or get to work I, I think that's how I understood it and that you can see like these uh, flyers that are kind of part of the whole investigation that where that are promoting work jobs for women and kind of um, you can see this kind of mo- new modern things kind of coming into it um, yeah, and, and, so, and, 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 I, and I think, like, what I wanted to say is that I think because of this, I feel like this movie is more closely represent, uh, compared to the Argentinian movie, The Secret in Their Eyes. Ah, which, which, El Secreto de Sus Hoyos. Yeah, because I think, yeah, because that I movie also so is very much uh, a, a crime movie uh, about past and the present and the future, like, comparing, like, Argentinian history to mm. the modern Argentinian society. And they had in 1970s. They were they were kind of they had the security forces doing 
acting against socialism. Against socialism, you know. Yes. So they they disappeared. People like thirteen thousand people disappeared. And there's another movie of that which I just saw. Uh huh. You know? This it's called El Clan. Ah uh, yeah yeah. El Clan. Mm. It's a very very good movie. I can recommend it. But it's mm. it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This man is horrible, and I was suffered from it that all this time his eyes, his eyes are horrible. No, it's a, by accident. This El Clan's man's eyes mm. are re- representing El Secreto de sus Hoyos. No, this uh, Argentinian film of the mm. of this. But then later I read that this actually this horrible man is a. Uh, the most popular comedian in Argentina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really... I couldn't believe it. He's a marvelous actor. Uh, Let's give him Oscar. Uh, <laughs> but such atrocious uh, acts they did, really. So it's yeah. happening in other countries. Yeah. Yeah, also, too. But... Um, yeah, yeah, and in that way, it's, I think it's very similar. Like, yeah, so I wanted to say something about about Victor Eris, Eric. Uh, who is that? Victor Eric is a wonderful director from Spain who did the mo- movie uh, The Spirit of the Beehive. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, in 1973, mm. he did it. So that happens in 1950s. When Franco was very deeply in the fascism, mm. in the Spain was with Franco and the fascism. So it's it's kind of re- reminded this that all these faraway places that they live in that film too, they live in a countryside, uh, and uh, there are ominous things like it hap- starts with Frankenstein movie and so. Mm. It starts with the, the child sees the Frankenstein and all kinds of ominous things, but a wonderful thing. Maybe maybe we could talk about it one one time. Yeah, yeah, that's a sure. wonderful thing. I never seen but it, so I'm I'm very yeah, curious yeah, about it. And it's really a film which should be seen. It's something. But mm. I want to say that it happens not in the marshland. In uh, the south, in Spain, they have this marshland in the south, but it happens in the Castilian plains, mm. in the middle, in the middle of Spain. May Spain is an enormous country, yeah. so they have these plains in the middle. And you remember my fair lady? The rain in Spain stays mainly in the plain, so it happens <laughs> there, you know. In the <laughs> but in in uh, in this marshland, the range it seems to be also in marshland, not only in the plain. <laughs> My lady was wrong. <laughs> no, mainly in the plain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so if you want uh, humor, I bring you humor. <laughs> so anyway. So Sicario, you know, starts in the same way as this one, this marshland. Ah, yeah? When you go up, up and Ah, yeah, I, I was thinking country. about, yeah, I was thinking about Sicario also. I was thinking, I was thinking about, yeah, my mother is going to say something Sicario. about Sicario when yeah, I saw it. Yeah, but <laughs> the wonderful, what wonderful pictures you can take from the south of Spain. It's yeah. amazing. 
amazing yeah. from there. We should, yeah, we very, should try one uh, time over that and see. It was it was based on a, a series of photographs, or they were photographs ah. taken by somebody, and they were like digitalized or something. But there was, I was often thinking, like, how do they make them? Because they were like still images, but then. But they moved over, yeah. yeah. So they were maybe on a helicopter or something and then we that was near, Yeah, then we near down, 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 and we come to the road and to the play. Oh, this yeah. is wonderful, wonderful. And, and, and then many of those, like, Marsland places, like, also the photographs had the name of it, like, the, like, the brain of Spain or something because they yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. what I also you see yeah. very clearly like they they look like uh, human brains or something but, there's something yeah. organic something uh, uh, biological in it kind so of I in saw land. in the in the final text that there's a lot of animation happened in that film so do you think how did they do that rain uh, it was it real it wasn't like yeah, or or in the maybe maybe they had like a shower here and then they added some in the back, you know, or something. I don't know, like, but it, it was clear they were clearly in the rain. I want to know how it's done. So, so rain, so rainy rain. <laughs> yeah, it was very and dramatic. I want no. <laughs> it can be done animated or it can be done. Actual, but it looked actual, and they were so wet. Everybody and the car got yeah. stuck, and everything. But they have done but this rains for for a long time in Hollywood. Like I know. These big that's showers, that's so. what I wonder. How? Do they, but maybe there they do it with uh, no pipe. Is water? Yeah, pipe. exactly. Somebody it, holds you the can water do it. pipe. Like you just. Yeah, but remember singing in the rain. Yeah, I it's have a seen whole more. street full of rain. Like it's. Yeah, I have seen movies where they in the front there is rain. And behind, you can see clearly that it's not raining, but, but not here. This was all drenched in water. Maybe, maybe so, they... But I want to know. Okay. You know, I want to have a question. Mm -hmm. Have a question. Uh, how do you photo? How do you photo in the rain? <laughs> how do you bring the camera in there? Do you build a little house on it? How do you photo? I well. I also have been yeah, sometimes thinking about it, but for sure, like, I think the simple idea is that for sure you have uh, uh, just kind of a cover over the... A raincoat over. Yeah, a raincoat over, but like, you know, like a whole <laughs> raincoat and it goes over the lens in a way that it's there is no no rain in front of the camera it, or it, into the lens, blocks, but you know, yeah. and it can just shoot. So it's all the time under this cover. I, I, I would imagine, but I suspect that there must be a specialist cameraman who know yeah, to do that, yeah. that experienced one. It needs an experienced one to do it well. Here yeah, it was yeah. done very well. Yeah, but you have also cameras. You you, you shoot underwater, so yeah. they are. Somehow protected, are in a bu oh, bubble, and and you 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 cannot see that there's water on the lens or something, you know. Like I, they have done it for for years and years, and I think they have had some very simple solutions for that. I think, uh, but it's not easy. I think everybody is wet, and everybody is like every everything has to be covered, and mm -hmm. it's it's. Um, well, yeah, it's not the easy. more the more hard it's to make, and the more you suffer in the films, the more sure you are to get Oscar. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, the most suffering until now it's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio with the bear. Yeah. Yeah, so, so uh, anyway, this marshland seems to be, uh, in marshland in uh, in general, marshes, <laughs> it seems to be uh, places where a lot of violence happens. Because uh, uh, you know how many movies there are about Louisiana? New yeah, Orleans yeah, okay, Pistana yeah. And all this, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of it, yeah, it's it's in a style of a southern, uh, southern crimes, you know, like in in South America, like you said, there's a lot of these crimes, and in that sense, it's the South America or South United. Yeah, States? I mean United States. Sorry, oh, it's okay. it's not. Uh, I don't. I don't mean South America. Uh, Louisiana, but yeah, Louisiana, yeah, New Orleans, and all these things, and in that sense, also, what it really reminded me also, um, uh, the like Islam minimize the American mini series called True Detective. Yes, that which, was a good one. I I saw it. You saw the whole. All the I episodes? saw the whole thing in the television. <laughs> yeah, it was shown here. Woody Harrelson. And uh, Matthew, Matthew McConaughey were really good. Yeah, and really and good. it wasn't it really kind of similar, like similar. like I I would say that this Isla Minima is much more closer to True Detective than Memories of Murder, just because of that that specific style. It's, they are both fictional. They but are they're both, both done in the same year. Yeah, they said that the Isla Minima started shooting before True Detective, so yeah, it's they, they didn't. Yeah, it's an for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's an incident. Yeah, uh, because people are comparing them all, a lot. And together there are serial killings there with the young girls. And yeah, with both with women yeah, and, and so there's a Marshland movie. Yeah. Ah, okay, wait. Uh, yeah, I want say? to say this, that the, the other Marshland movies in Louisiana, which affect me, was uh, Electric in the Electric Mist from oh. 2009 from Bertrand Tavernier. And Tommy Ooh. Lee Jones was the main actor. In the electric mist. Yeah. Wow. I think there I was a very I have never heard of that. Yeah, the very good one, and there was wonderful cinematography. In marshes, you can make wonderful cinematography always if you yeah. if you take yourself to. And yeah, and there was an. It happens in Louisiana marshland, and then another Louisiana marshland thing. Is uh, Battle Lieutenant Port of Call New Orleans uh, yeah. by Werner Herzog? Mm, yeah, that's yeah. There's true. another one before that, where that was in 2009. Battle Lieutenant. Yeah, it was a remake of an uh, older one. No, it was not a remake because what? yeah, yeah. Let me let me. I'm I'm uh, skilled in these things because I've been watching them. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, this 1992 Bad Lieutenant, where Harvey Keitel was done, mm-hmm. there was a there was a film, and then Herzog made same name film, but he added Port of Call New Orleans, like Bad Lieutenant Port of Call New Orleans, <laughs> and he <laughs> says that it is not a remake. Oh. He didn't do a remake. Okay. <laughs> so I think he's a okay. so good director that I have to believe in. <laughs> yeah, but the, it, they are very different movies. I, I yeah. And anyway, you can do a new film of some subject as did this Spanish Rodriguez from the Memories of Murder. <laughs> <laughs>
be a good one anyway. I, I still don't really see the the, the right connection. Like they they have similarities and maybe mm-hmm. they like like the memories from murder doesn't even take in the south. It's it's more in the north of South Korea and mm. and they are both about misogynism, um, uh, which is. But there are a lot of these kind of serial killings that are misogynistic, and they have the field, and they have kind of opposite detectives working on the case. But I, I kind of see more connections with other movies in different style um, between them. But but all but but what I think are really together with these movies are the the period of time because it both takes place in the 80s, and the both are in the brink of kind of a new chapter. Also in the South Korea, the on the moment of the when the murders took place, the yeah. the country was in a chains. There was a general who was uh, ruling uh, a more oppressing ruler of the people. There was some violent uh, uh, like uh, classes with demonstrations previously with it, and they they were trying to get. It was kind of. That was maybe a transition from the Korean War that yeah. that took a really long time for them to kind of that stabilize more. Yeah, yeah, and it took a long time for them to really get back because it was really, really a big, big thing. And um, and then there was uh, around that time of when the murders took place, there was. Um, and uh, a moment when they they did a, a new uh, they they forced kind of a new presidential election and the uh, the general I don't remember his name he he went he went o- over and the a new president took place and then it kind of started to get a little bit better the, ah, the calm down the yeah the the society kind of started to calm down more and more and I feel like yeah that they also in that uh, during those murders, the, the country was kind of in that state of like like you can see that in that movie also the kind of uh, sort of violent or kind of oppressing authority in the background, like the way they are investigating the murders, like they take people into the police station and they s- start beating them up and <laughs> saying they are they are recording with them like uh, rehearsed confessions. Yeah. That you did this, didn't you? And they are just wanting to get anybody to to be accused of it, like uh, to and and. It reflects. Uh, you think it reflects the society? It, it, I think it's maybe the past and the society and the, mm. the authority of it. How how they are used to doing things like like Juan in the La Isla Minima, and then when they get like there, there is like this one main. Uh, very very suspicious suspect that they are really kind of like okay now we got this guy or something and he's very cool he's very cold faced yeah, this suspect and yeah. and he has these soft hands and yeah. he they are talking and then he says to them and, and he's like one of the main suspects in a way and he says to these detectives who are the kind of the authority he says that everybody knows in this town, that you take uh, innocent people here and you torture them. Mm. 
and he puts this fact straight into their face that everybody knows that you all are doing right. all this stuff. Then we are in that point in society where you can say it to the police. Yeah, it's kind we of. Are not killed. Right? Yeah, that that it's not okay anymore. That it, mm. this this mm. method of of how they are doing things, it's not anymore okay. And I think this really reflects all throughout the movie in in the way that we are observing how they investigate the murders because they don't. They are doing such a lousy work. They are doing. They are really terrible in gathering clues. Like they, the the very first murder that took place, they are in the field and there mm. is a footprint on the mud. And they, they, they then there is just a farmer coming with a tractor and going over the footprint. And they every time there is a body found, they they are failing to keep people out of. Everybody yeah. just gathers to look at mm. horrible bodies, you know, and. They, 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 like, and and also the DNA. What you, um, you said also before we yeah, recorded yeah. the, started the podcast is that you they they don't uh, have yet the DNA, um, the technology to investigate DNA. So they have to send it to. In reality, they send it to Japan, but in the movie yeah. they send it to United States. Yeah. And they. So they, they, there is a lot of these uh, things around in the in the events that they are not uh, ready for this kind of new thing that is coming, you know, yeah. because this was the first seri- uh, killings of this kind in in that modern era of of, of um, South Korea, and it kind of in a way. Uh, it feels like it represents something new, something that is coming, some kind of liberal new society that it, it's hard to, it's, it's a weird way to say it, I, I think, but that's how it feels, like how the, yeah, how the main suspect says it to them, that things are now changed and yeah, you cannot do that it was, anymore. In the old times, they did serial killings in the war. Just yeah, killing, killing in, it was in fascistic. And, yeah, and nowadays um, they do it uh, privately in their own time. Yeah, and, and so, it, mm. yeah, so it's it's it really in that sense it's a very fitting name also memories of murder because it's about violence and kind of about history and and present in that sense and I think it's I that's why I feel like the memories of murder as a movie it's really it really um, struck me I really like it yeah I think this um, it's a very good movie this memories of murder and yeah. it's a Korean thriller at its best like, yeah. And because it has everything right in it, it's it's easy to follow. It's exciting. You are in it. It's spellbounding. Mm. It's uh, very cinematic. And the wonderful solution in it is this: that you start it and you end it in the same same. Uh, you end it where it, sta- it starts. No? Yeah, you mean circle. like yeah. There's like, and then yeah. you can you use they use a brilliant effect you no know, using color yellow color mm-hmm. the sunlight the ye- fields and the yellow fields and the sunlight opposite this this gruesome gray and the nights and yeah. the killings yeah that that's a very uh, good point like what we were talking earlier in the in the previous South Korean episode about the eyes of the devil uh, we were talking about the the kind of uh, aesthetical visuals, you know, like mm. beauty of in in the violence, 
that mm. they, these Asian filmmakers tend to do, or that we see a lot in South Korean thrillers these days. And I think Memories of Murder is a very early, or like a good example of of that kind of that. It, it's all the time shifting from a very beautiful aesthetic, aesthetical uh, um, compositions and visuals and imagery that are very beautiful. Like in the beginning, the boy, we see a boy in the field. It's a very beautiful, innocent boy, and he takes a grasshopper mm. from a leaf. And then next to that, we, we shift to directly finding the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and ants that are on the skin and that yeah. it's it's it, and and there's there's this 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 weird balance of these beautiful calm visuals to these kind of dark hor- horrifying visuals and this I think we we already have talked about about South Korea that they have this this way of kind of shooting that uh, that that they are not sentimental about it. Yeah, yeah, they're not romanticizing the things. Yeah. So, um, this brings me to the wonderful thing in Marshland with Juan. This Juan is a very good actor. I think they both are are really like Mm -hmm. yeah, are equally good. But Juan got the prize. I think in the end, got the best actor prize for that. So. But they were both equally good, I think. But this Juan's eyes, they are really, you believe it that he's that person, mm. that the detective. So, he, and then he has all the past. You know, he has this package in his back, in his mm. back. He has to carry it. And it shows in him, in his way of being, in his way of eating women, draw, he draws very well. And then, then he has this disease and he 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 can't sleep and he has what kind all kinds of things. But then suddenly in the room he sees a kingfisher. Yeah. Also yeah. And that this is very kind of a, it's kind of a double thing that a bird a bird in the room and so on, but it's kind of a meeting your your Something emotional inside. Yeah, like a spirit in the room or something. Spirit in the room, and uh, you know that it's a kingfisher. It's an amazing looking bird. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. And but there was a similar scene also with a flamingo. Yeah, but I'm coming to that oh, okay. later. So about the kingfisher, it's um, it's um, it. You know, it's considered um, a kind of a holy bird. In uh, you know, the Egyptians thought, ancient Egyptians thought it as a god, mm. a re- representative of the god, sun god Ra. Yeah. And there are some tribes somewhere, which I, I don't remember which tribe it was, but they, they, if they meet a kingfisher. Mm-hmm. On the way to war, they, they, it means that it's a bad luck and they turn back. <laughs> Whoa. You know, it's got a meaning. This kind of, and I don't wonder it at all that people put this kind of, you can think it as superstition, but it's, it's representing deep emotions and the deeper things in, in what we don't see. Like, mm-hmm. how else would you, you, um, show it? 
well, uh, you know that once uh, where I lived before, I have I um, one day I saw a kingfisher on my fence on the, on the <coughs> yard fence outside the house. Yes. There was a kingfisher sitting on the on the fence. Where were where were you living at this moment? It doesn't matter. Ah, okay. Yeah. And so, so I saw this kingfisher there, and you can be you can imagine that I when Pedro met that kingfisher in the hotel room, and I met the kingfisher in my home mm. yard. It's as I knew, and I know how it feels, how Pedro felt. Mm. And not Pedro Juan. <laughs> Sorry, I'm. I oh. <laughs> Juan, of course, it was Juan. Pedro couldn't meet the kingfisher. Yeah. He's a young, sunny guy. <laughs> so okay, Juan, and so I met the kingfisher, and I know how it feels. It's um, kind of a spellbounding. It's really a spellbounding thing to see, and and it sat there for a long time. It didn't just come and go. In in my yard. Mm. And later one time there was a um, peacock. Mm. No, suddenly there was a peacock. <laughs> I was in the yard and there was a peacock on the, <laughs> roof, on the roof of the of my house. Ah, yeah. And then it jumped down from the house mm. and they spread the wings, the back, the tail. You know, the blue and green beautiful tail and walked all around the yard. Hmm. It's, it's amazing to see these birds suddenly, you know, alone you see a bird and you meet. It's yeah. like meeting your destiny or something, really. It's, hmm. it's something beautiful. It's, so, yeah. so to put it into this film, I think was very clever from uh, this Rodriguez hmm. too. And later when he sees Flamingo. Yeah. This Juan. The same Juan, you see, not the other one. <laughs> <laughs> not Pedro. Not the other one, but he sees both of the birds, and he he's beaten up, and when he wakes up, the first thing he sees is a flamingo standing in the mud in the water. Hmm. There are thousands of flamingos, but this one is, uh, like, alone there. What do you think they mean? Like, so... They have a very... It was a very precise moment, you know, like, it, it really kind of struck him. In a way, and, and also the viewer, in a way, I feel. Yeah, it it is. There's like some kind of mystery in those birds. Yeah, the, uh, anyway, the flamingo is just a bird, you know, it's a living bird who is, and he's standing in the mud and he finds their food from the mud, you know, it's kind of also a, a comparison to the detectives who find in this horrible muddy business, these mm. bodies and things. <laughs> so, anyway... So, no, it was Flamingo whom the ancient Egyptians thought as a <laughs> representative of the... Ah, okay. Of the... Oh, sorry, I mean, I have too many things to think about. <laughs> so anyway, Flamingo, with his eye, you know, they have big eyes. So the all-seeing eye of the sun god, Ra. Mm, yeah. And, uh, and uh, it's... Um, the, so they are staring at each other, this uh, Juan and him. And uh, you can. Im what did you feel when you saw it? Oh, I don't really know. I I, I haven't really. 
I, I also forgot about them after the movie because I was so much yeah. in the in the kind of the crime thriller thing. But now when we were talking about, I re- remembered them, but I haven't really found a answer yet to It's myself. kind of a magical thing. It's a mystic. Yeah, there's mystic something mystic quality. about them. Yeah. yeah, mystic quality that you see such beauty and living beauty, living things. It's not yeah. man-made. In a way, so, may- maybe. And yeah. in the middle of all this gruesome, horrible thing he's doing and mm. beaten and everything, he sees this bird. Maybe I, 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 I felt like the first time when I really saw the Fisher King, I felt like it reminded him of something. Like it was somehow personal to him. There was something like... Because we, there's a lot of kind of uh, a lot of little mi- mystical, mysterious details about Juan. Like he has an illness. Uh, he's kind of kind of sl- slowly dying in a way. You know this man. Yeah, and yeah. He has probably a, the woman who was a witch told him. So it's probably so. Yeah. Also, that there's there's that scene also very mystical. And then we see. But the, he's mentally also suffering from the. Yeah, and, and there is the, the whole past, the violent dic- dictator. So it's kind of maybe you know like okay in a way that uh, maybe it's it's somehow personally connected to him that he is confronted with some kind of emotions of himself and his past and his life that he sees the bird, also with the flamingo, like some kind of maybe the beauty or this. The spiritual spiritualism of those birds, you know, the, how, what they represent, the symbolism of them, that they evoke that that kind of uh, how do how you say kind of uh, internal observation, you know, like yeah, yeah, and and so it's it's some still I don't know exactly what they could mean. It doesn't the movie doesn't really give us so much but it could be something about like what you say like about maybe the beauty of it and the kind of purity of it that in mm. the mix of all this violence and all this uh, misogynism and the dictatorship history and everything there's this beautiful pure birds that are just standing there or sitting there it's like uh, not, the mystery of the nature. Not being influenced by this. Yeah, yeah. it's like the, the nature, purity of nature, kind of. Also, the marshlands are these vast, beautiful landscapes that are not being part of it. They are just the, they are the the plate of everything. They just, they are, everything is on top of them, you know. They are mm. not, they are not doing it. They are not, and it's not a, so... And there's no environmental message about it, so I think that's maybe the the nature's part is to kind of be this beautiful, silent observer of these violent acts of this this human. Also, when he wakes up from when he was hit down and sees this flamingo, they are eye to eye on the same level. Mm. But I think they're on the same level also in nature in the universe like he sees the absolute moment somehow, yeah like. <laughs> maybe maybe like and, and we could make it into the like in the similar way of the the secret in their eyes that they are kind maybe it could be that well like because Juan represents the past of Spain mm-hmm. the the Francoistic uh, fascist Spain, time yeah the fascistic Spain in a way that 
this is uh, what does the bird mean for Spain and the history of Spain? What does the purity of nature and the purity of that that innocence? It is kind of like the the fascistic Spain confronting the purity of that nature or that that absolute in a way. Mm. And and mm. I think maybe that's the that's the effect. That's the brilliance of the moment that that. Why? Why it's kind of feels so powerful, and that there is something yeah. in there. Yeah. That there's in in that way, like a lot of subliminal uh, symbolism in this character in this moment. Yeah, you know, there where I lived, and I saw the kingfisher and this peacock, and there's also it was on a marshland. The place is. I want to tell you this because you are my son, so. It's, it's the place where it was on marshland. Mm. By accident, same as this. And uh, there's just by the village there was, which was built on the marshland. Mm. A lot of troubles in the beginning with malaria and things. Okay. Which they had to win later. It was done. And then it was stayed, part of it stayed as a nature reserve. Mm. So there's a nature reserve for birds. And the birds go from north to south and everywhere when they migrate, they st- it's their place to stay mm. yearly, in yearly when they move. So I used to go almost every day to visit nature mm. with, with my children. Yeah, with or me. Or without, yeah, with you or, and, I, and always, mm. or, or alone. Almost every day and that's something, something drawed me to it always. Mm. It's a nature is has this effect. So I've some yeah. experience of marshland, but these people <laughs> are living, <laughs> making agriculture there and living in a poor conditions, and they have troubles. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Also, we we are starting to get to the limit of our of our episode of our podcast this time. Yeah, how would you, when you have to compare them, maybe not to compare them at all because they are both brilliant, they're, I mean they are both very good for movies and and immediately I have to say, recommend them to, to see. But how would you give points to to memories of murder and Mars and uh, how how to value them? And yeah, how like, to value them? What on what grounds you could could uh, well, mm, that's it. Well, it sounds like you liked both of them, so you just have to give five. Ah uh, no no, I had <laughs> you know I've been developing with um, Sicario. I started Sicario uh, in the earlier times with three. That's for me nowadays the comparison of stars. Three and then nowadays it is four, but it's climbing, it's climbing. Ah, really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But the, this, uh, this uh, marshland, I, I first, I seen it twice. Twice in the theater and then in at home. Mm-hmm. And then the, I gave it for at first. Yeah. I gave it four, but now I think I give it five. Why did you give four at f- first? What was that were yeah, kind of... Was, uh, yeah, I was so distancing. excited to 
to go to see it in the theater immediately I went to see it I wanted to see it if I had troubles to go but I, I went and something was like I was not it was not exactly what I expected mm. but later when I saw it again and I thought about it I'd been developing on me inside me I I uh, don't uh, think it has to be that what I expected. It mm. is what it is. So yes. I think it is quite a good description of Spanish in that, life. In that period of time. Yeah. Like. Yeah, and they did their best, and the men were wonderful, the actors and mm. all. So five, but and then then this uh, memories of murder. Mm -hmm. Well, it got five <laughs> from me. Straight away. And I didn't know anything about either of them before I was. Yeah, straight away. I looked at it again. Yeah. And I'm going to look at it third time also. So, I, yeah. And, mm -hmm. and so the memories of murder is um, from our dear friend Bong Yon Ho. That Bong, Bong Joon Ho. Yeah, but, yeah. Maybe they. You know, I read that Kim Ki Duk book. I'm still reading it again. And so she says this. This woman who wrote it. She says that they pronounce it Pong. Pong. Yeah. This. Uh, he, she's writing about this Wong Jun Ho and this film and everything. Ah. So, yeah. There it's comparing it. Ah. But she says Pong. What? I have to find out these Korean names. Really. <laughs> Interesting. So hard to because they don't re they don't reflect on any other language I know. Like European languages, you know, they reflect other words here and there, and you can mm. you can feel. But Korea, you have to go and live there <laughs> to know. <laughs> yeah, Bong Joon Ho. Yeah, and so was it the first movie that you saw from him, or...? Uh, what was he doing other... He, I think he, he did this, I saw The Devil. No, no? he ah, did no. Snowpiercer. Ah, he did Snowpiercer. No, uh, I did... I saw this Memories of Murder before Snowpiercer. Ah, okay. Did you... Now, how what do you think about the director now that you've seen Snowpiercer and Mer Memories of Murder? Yeah, Memories of Murders 5 and Snowpiercer was 2, I think. Because he went astray and he went to America to make <laughs> these things. I think he should... Well, I don't tell him what he should do, but uh, he shouldn't go on blockbusters. Yeah. That's, that's at least. He but, uh, on his own style. I, he still has a very good... Um, Interesting other movies that I should recommend to you. Like um, I saw, he made a very good uh, monster movie called The Host. Ah, uh, yeah, The Host. It was from Tarantino recommendation for me. I it's yeah, everybody recommends it. It's ah, very good movie. But it's hard to find. Ah, they don't have it in the library. No. And then also another movie that uh, everybody. Likes or it's 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 also all of his movies are acclaimed movies. Uh, I feel like, but he uh, called Mother. Uh, yeah, this I I want to see that. And mm -hmm. then this uh, what was it? 
this one, this man who comes from somewhere. What was this name of this film? Man from Nowhere. Man from Nowhere, yeah. Uh, that's not from the same. It, it, that's, uh, again, another director. There's so many different directors in yeah, South Korea. It's impossible a blooming yet. film industry. Yeah. It's very, very nice. Uh, <laughs> and we are <laughs> probably will have many more South Korean movies. <laughs> we, I feel like we are kind of... Uh, getting yeah. uh, stuck in South Korea with these uh, movies because there's just yeah so many interesting nice movies coming out and I, I'm now recommending you a lot of these so we are now watching them yeah but you know that Kim Ki Duk stays for me the, the top yeah that was the first and the mm-hmm. most intimate and personal mm-hmm. movie maker we should maybe talk about Kim Ki Duk well, I think not maybe, but yeah, should. <laughs> should. <laughs> okay. Um, I uh, memories of murder is for me. Uh, I gave it a nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic movie. Like I didn't like Snowpiercer so much, but I I still gave it an eight out of ten. I think um, just because of the technical aspect, it's just a really well made movie. And I just have a lot of... Uh, I'm against the story and all this stuff. But anyway, it's not about Snowpiercer, no. Uh, but don't you think that the real-life things which touch you personally, like this memor- mo- memories of murder, it's a real-life thing. Uh, what about it? So those touch you more. Like those yeah. are better. Yeah, better also, yeah. and also in a way, well, I, I see it as that it's a true crime story and true mm. crime has always been very kind of close to me I've always been fascinated about true crime s- stories and this is a very good I think um, depiction of a real investigation process in, in South Korea I, I I recommend everybody to see it it's a fantastic yeah but I hope they have developed a lot in from that <laughs> for sure they don't kick they any. have they have they, <laughs> they have gone but that that's but for me, that's why it's it it compares to Zodiac and Jack the Ripper because of that. It's it takes a long, long time for, to get somewhere, and the the ah, I'm all the time trying to search this word. Um, they are not ready for that. I don't know what's uh, to ready for what. They are not prepared. They are not prepared to face this kind of challenge. This kind oh. of level of. Of 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 uh, attention, you know, uh-huh. they they don't have the technology or the men- mental power or the system to e- effectively um, find a, like a solution, you know, like yeah. they, it's mm-hmm. so it's I, it's a, it's a really good movie about that about about the system that is not prepared and. Um, so 9 out of 10 it's fantastic uh, and Marshland and Marshland I gave it 8 out of 10 slightly less because it just didn't hit personally in a way like it, there was something something um, that just it, it yeah it was a very simple really well-made movie that but in a way it just didn't kind of um in terms of uh 
these films I, I don't I didn't find something new, something really unique, something really amazing, like Secret in Their Eyes, which is an amazing movie that has I think such an amazing story and concept in how it how it explores the past the the history of Argentina. And here I felt like there was so much just kind of in the background and just kind of um in the details more and uh it was it they they chose it was more maybe then in in um giving itself more on style and then than in the reality of, of that that period, maybe I'm, I'm not sure. Did, did you see? Did you notice how this Pedro in the end, the end end scene when mm. the, when this Pedro had developed, he had grown up to realize new things and be another person, and then this yeah. Juan Juan too, he had also. They both had grown up and yeah. realized, and it's in the personal level and in the society level, very remarkable. Yeah, they did. But for me, um, maybe maybe it's just personal that for I I didn't really connect it with the characters. I didn't like I said earlier. I didn't feel the conflict between them. I didn't really see it that clearly. Ah, you were not one of the detectives. No, when not you watched not. It? Uh, no, no. Uh, there I was thought. moments. There was moments. Of that, I, I loved, for example, in the end, I loved this this scene with the white car. Remember, in the rain, mm. and they his his uh, uh, they are searching all the time this one car, or, or they have a clue that there is this one car, and there there is a sticker in the car, and then there's this moment when he's driving in the night, and he suddenly sees the car in front of him, and it's like mm. that's really. Oh, that was fantastic uh, directing. That was really, really good editing. He had great moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. It, all was, it was a great movie, but uh, for me, the detectives didn't grasp me. Maybe the detectives themselves, the characters, there was something about it that did really felt that disconnecting to me with the characters. Like, um, in the memories of murder, I felt I was so much with the characters and going the, with them, and I felt like watching them kind of next to each other, uh, the Spanish one, it, it's, it's, it's not the nice thing. They were not clumsy blundering no, like not, the I, I don't mean the, yeah, not the comedy <laughs> part, but they, they, they were like hard-boiled. They were all yeah. very stiff all the time and they were talking so fast with the Spanish well, language. melodramatic uh, Spanish. Yeah, and I felt like that, that maybe compared to the Memories of Murder put me off a little bit. Um mm. And that that it was so hard boiled, and they were just going through their things, and I I didn't feel so much. Yeah, Pedro was all the time so stiff, so strict. He was so I like a rock. He was, but he he was supposed to be kind of the new guy and more soft. And yeah, and so I I felt a little bit disconnected from them, and and yeah. That's it, and maybe it's just that the the detectives in 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 the marshland wasn't totally for me, and, that, and that's why it didn't get two other points. You know, it's it's still eight out of ten. It's a fantastic movie. It's everybody should go and see it. It's uh, if if you like uh, this kind of crime thriller, I recommend both. Yeah. 
So now I think we have covered this quite well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah so exactly. So we can say uh, thank you for everyone. <laughs> yeah. And um, see you next oh, time. Yeah, see you next time. Thank you for being with us. Yeah. Thanks and for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You have been listening to PC Movie Club podcast hosted by me, Aaron, and my mother Lisa. To learn more about our episodes, you can go to pcmovieclub.com and look up more content of our podcast, like for example a detailed timeline of the topics discussed in each episode, and a summarized list of the movies we mentioned, in case something caught your ear but you missed the title. Not to forget to mention, of course, our amazing unique cover illustrations for every podcast and article done by either me or my mother. The great guitar piece you heard under the sound effects and dialogue from a movie in the opening theme was composed by talented Spanish artist Javier Suarez, God, I hope I pronounced his name correctly, who offers original music through his website betterwithmusic.com to be used in all kinds of audiovisual projects under the Creative Commons license. So do check out his music. I hope you enjoyed your time with us as much as we enjoyed making it.